This is the Banker Bob Thought for September 27th. If you ever go into therapy and the therapist puts a half glass of water in front of you and asks you if it's half full or half empty to find out if you're an optimist or a pessimist, you should drink the water and tell him you're a problem solver. Fans, joining me now is co-host Dave Oliveri. Dave, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. It's been a couple days since they've seen you. We had a, a great time at Laravel, and it was kind of a mixed emotions because that was a great World of Outlaws sprint car race, and we all got to enjoy it and watch David Gravel you know, pick up the win. But also, that's kind of a signal that there's only one weekend left, and that's coming up in uh, October, and that's the Stampede. And I know that will be the first Stampede, I think, you may be made or ever made, and you know, by circumstances you're going to be here. But you know, we as race fans look so forward to racing season beginning in April and May, and now it's the end of September, October. Seasons are over. It's kind of sad. Everybody's going into withdrawal. My situation with the Stampede normally this time of the year, I'm I'm down in North Carolina, but things changed, and I am really looking forward to it. I interviewed Mike Lisikoski, and he said they eliminated four divisions that they had last year to try and make it a little more friendly for the fans and and get a lot of racing in in maybe a, a little bit shorter period of time. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you never know. And we were talking, I, well, both you and myself, I know, we have teams that come quite a distance away, and for some of the, the late model teams, it's they're running into the problem now. They can't get tires, and that, and as a promoter, an owner, in, in a Mike situation, you know, you want as many cars as you can, but if you don't have tires, you can't race. True. Hey, our guests tonight include Jennerstown Speedway General Manager Bill Rebar, uh, Champion Daryl Charlier. Uh, new face up at Jennerstown in the Pro Stocks, Preston Cope, 
Asphalt Modified champion, Tom Golick. As we said, Mike Lisikowski will join us. And you have nice interviews with Cy Lynch and Logan Schuhart. Yeah, we also have victory lane interviews with David Gravel, Dave Murnick, Billy Kessler, and Frank McGill. Jim Zufall has all the highlights from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, a tribute to Kyle Stramansky, and the wonderful event with the Boy Scouts. As we alluded to last week, Don, scheduled guests for our next Monday include several track champions, A.J. Flick, Hall of Famer Barry Audi, and Nick Kachuba. So as we talked about, we're going to try to get these champions out there in Listen to their story. So uh, it, it's nice because you and I are out and about, and we get the, the chance to talk to these young men uh, pretty much on a weekly basis. But for our listeners to hear, you know, Hall of Famer and Barry Audi and, you know, A.J. Flick picking up his fifth track championship and Nick Kachuba, I think he might have one or two at Pittsburgh. And then, you know, next week and the week after that, then we're getting into the off season, and that's just going to be, It'd be more special because now instead of having us only once, you know, once every week, we're once a month. And like you said last week, we're going to still provide you with the most amount of information that we can in any breaking news. And that's what we do at Rapid on Racing Dawn. Interesting scenario at Lake Trobe. I had been talking to uh, Howie Bayless, and he said uh, Davy Murdoch won the feature. And how he asked him if he was coming back for the uh, the next event. He said, no, I sold my car. So that was a good night for Davey. And then also uh, in victory lane was Bruce Drystadt and uh, Gunn. And the only thing I thought was kind of unusual with the uh, Facebook post for Gunn, he said he won the race, but he didn't tell anybody where it was at. But he was victorious at Lake Trobe. So got some nice stuff there to talk about. And then, as you mentioned, during the off-season, every first Monday of every month, we will have at least two champions on, plus all the news concerning whatever's going on. For example, like uh, Jennerstown, they're going to have a rules meeting. They're getting their banquet ready. They're just talking about some new things happening at the track. And we'll give each and every track that's interested an opportunity to bring the fans up to date with whatever might be happening during the off season. Now we're going to have results from the Stampede when that comes up. And then we'll also have, you and I will be attending the Lucas Oil Race down at Pennsylvania Motor Speedway uh, this coming Saturday, which you know, I know you've missed it last year, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. And then you never know. Sometimes we get so much information when we're down at the World Finals. I think the show might have to be extended a little bit past its normal time frame, on. A very good possibility. Okay, Dave. Well, for this show, did we cover everything? Oh, and, and I wanted to thank Char for the wonderful cupcakes. Uh, you know, between her and Carol Gamble, there was a lot of goodies in the uh, press room uh, on uh, Saturday night, and it was uh, probably good at the time, but bad for the diet. <laughs> well, I think what our, our listeners don't always understand is they see us, or they don't really see us, they hear us, but... There's a lot of people in our media behind the scenes. You know, there's you, myself, Chuck Bollinger, Lou Long, Carol Gamble, uh, the people from the Butler Eagle, John, uh, was it, and Reddy, uh, and, and their staff. And these are the little things that keep, with social media, everything is such immediacy right now. But 
it's nice that we get out there and, we, and Carol does her, you know, column and, you know, Lou and Chuck do their writing for Aerial Auto Racing News. And, and like you said, you know, how, how would you ever thought it would have been this many years of rapping on racing? And, and again, I think each year it continues to get better and better. Yeah, and it uh, these people work hard at what they do. They just... Uh, the young man there from the uh, Tribune Review, Jared, he, he did a nice job. And, boy, a knowledgeable guy. Yeah, and it's just, uh, and Jason Shank up at Learnerville is doing a, a great job. And, you know, the staff that we go to, when we go, you know, Billy and his staff at uh, Jennerstown provide us with the most information we can get. And, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the I, Sadly, I'm looking forward to the off season, but at the same point, it brings other opportunities. And like you said, we're going to keep everybody up to date as best we can in the coming months, Don. We'll see you at Pittsburgh, and we'll have a full report next week. I want to thank All you. Right. You have a nice you, evening. You do the same, Don. This portion of Rapid On Racing is brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For more information, check out Jennerstown.org. I want to tell you a little bit about Area Auto Racing News. Nice uh, newspaper. It covers a lot of good stuff. Some of the writers, Dave Moody, Ernie Saxton, Walt Weimer, Chuck Bollinger, Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. As a matter of fact, Bollinger, Dragovich, and uh, Weimer have been part of Rapping on Racing for many, many years. You can get 50 issues for $56. But what I like best is a digital subscription, which is $45. Really neat uh, paper. If you need more information, you can give them a call at 609-888-3618. That number again for Area Auto Racing News, 609-888-3618. You won't be disappointed. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and Asco. 
the experienced sales force, has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Bill Freebar. Fans joining us now is Bill Rebar, General Manager at the Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. How are you? Good. You know, the season's over, but next year's already started. Some of your thoughts on uh, what's happening behind the scenes. Well, Don, over the past week since I spoke to you last, sometimes things taper off right after the season and pick back up. And I can tell you things are still full throttle with these race teams. It is amazing how many people have reached out and contacted us looking for cars, have cars for sale, looking for motors for next season already. And I, I guess that just as um, contagious as I mentioned last week. You know, I didn't really want the season to be over. Things went so well this year. Uh, I'm starting to really get those butterflies in my stomach already for <laughs> next season based on these drivers and teams' reactions. So everyone's excited. Uh, and as you mentioned, yeah, next year's already started. We've already booked some dates with some series. Uh, we don't have the full schedule done yet working with some others. But, you know, we're excited that the Willow Modified Tour will be back on Memorial Day weekend. They just concluded their season here this past weekend at Stafford. And congratulations to Justin Bonson, you're on the team, for on his third championship. Uh, I will break the news here on Wrapping on Racing. The must-see racing sprint cars will return to Jennerstown Speedway. So excited to bring them back after a year off. Uh, we're working with Isma Super Modified directly to try to get a date that will work in co-sanctioning with uh, the MSA series so we can get some more cars out of Ohio. But... A lot of things happen, not a lot of downtime, and we're excited to keep rolling. Well, I guess the next uh, social uh, gathering will be your banquet, and it's way too early to speculate. But what time or what part of the year do you think you'll be having the banquet? Well, the two targeted dates, the most information I can provide is we are looking for November 12th or November 19th, which are both Friday nights. Uh, We're working with a few venues in the area Unfortunately, uh, some are still operating under limited capacities, and most of them have the dates open, but we're just trying to find that right right blend of uh, what we need for the drivers, what we need for the banquet without overcharging anyone. We were looking at a couple places we were excited about it, just unfortunately, uh, logistically, we weren't able to make it meet on our end and be fair to the drivers. So we're still working very diligently, hopefully this week, and hopefully next time next week on the show, I'll be able to tell you exactly where and when the 2021 awards banquet will be. When you mention the drivers, a topic that pops up in my mind is uh, rules. Is there going to be a rules meeting, and do you anticipate any changes? So what we did this year, we actually do we do the same thing every year. We hand out a rule suggestion. We take that rule suggestion, and we look over it, and we go from there, and we put a lot of focus on the Fast and Furious 4s. We had some great suggestions from a bunch of different drivers to help grow that car count, expand it. Almost in my mind, I think if we do what we were thinking we're going to do, I think you might even see that division double based on the information that a lot of the teams have provided. So we're going to take it a step further this year. We are going to schedule a rules meeting for each division. You'll have to compete in so many events this year. That way it's actually coming from those that have supported us, and we're going to support them. And no offense to the new teams, the guys that did it 20 years ago. We want to talk to the guys that have been there every this year and see it through their eyes. We haven't picked a date yet for that. We're trying to get this banquet squared away. 
and then we're going to pick uh, a date over here in very upcoming future. We don't want to wait too long. We want to get these rules out as soon as possible. Outside of some of the stuff we're discussing in the Fast and Furious Force, we see very limited rule changes. You know the old saying, Don, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I think that's kind of what's going on at Jennerstown. One of the rumors I heard that several support divisions are on different kinds of tires, and they may all end up on the same tire. Is, is there any truth to that? Uh, there's absolutely zero truth to that. That's not any rumor I've heard. I don't plan or anticipate any rule changes with any of the support division tires. In the late models, we're going to make a small modification where they'll run the same rubber compound all the way around the car, which will make it much easier for drivers to get to their desired stagger. Sometimes, if you don't get there first, you get the chalk marks everybody else wants, or vice versa, you can't get them. So next year, they will run the same rubber compound. We've tested this with American Racer, seen no issue whatsoever. And it will just make it more accessible for the drivers that we can use those tires all the way around the car. And that, that's excellent because... Tire stagger's a big deal, and if you can't get what you want, uh, you're kind of behind the eight ball before you even put them on. Yeah, it just makes more availability and more accessibility for the drivers. You know, more options, and maybe you can't get the exact ones you want, but you might get a lot closer than what some guys ran in. And You know, hats off to American Racer and Dustin Levenite at Lies Tire and his team. We did not have to cancel any event this entire season as a result of the nationwide tire shortage. Unfortunately, some of the competitors had to cancel some major events, major events on all tiers, both dirt and asphalt, because they weren't able to supply tires. And, you know, what a great group of people to budget things in their capacity. Obviously, we had to put some tire restrictions in place, but I think it worked out for everything. We saved the racers a few dollars that they didn't need to spend, got great racing, and we didn't have to cancel any events. I, looking at it from the fans' perspective, I can see people thinking, well, season's over. Billy can kick back in his recliner, have a cup of coffee, watch some TV, and relax until next season. It could not be more wrong with that philosophy on the fans. That's completely true, Don. Uh, we're working very diligently between grant writing and getting all the information out. We're continuing on the lighting project that will be completed in the offseason before opening night in 2022, which is huge. I mean, that was a three-year plan, and we did it all in one year. And, you know, I did actually take the weekend off. The family and I, we went east out to uh, actually the Sweeney Racing headquarters and spent a birthday party out there. And we got some loyal listeners. I want to give a shout-out to his uh, Lance, his crew member. I don't think Lance doesn't even have a smartphone. He has a flip phone, and I don't even know how he knows how to turn a computer on. But he made a point to say he loves listening to Rapping on Racing every Monday night. So, uh, obviously, he'll get to listen to it here, and we'll see if he can figure out how to call me on his flip phone and tell me he listened to it. <laughs> a flip phone. I love it. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, any closing thoughts? Have we covered everything for this week? No, just once again, as I do each and every week, I can't thank the fans, the drivers, the crews, everyone, the officials enough. Sacrificed a lot all summer night, or all summer long, and I think the hard work has paid off, and it's going to pay dividends moving into the future. Well, I congratulate you on the best season ever at Jennerstown. I thank you for being with us, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Don. This portion of Rapping on Racing was brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For information about upcoming events at Jennerstown Speedway, check out jennerstown.org. 
Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. Fans joining us now is Tom Golick, the 2021 Modified Champion at Jennerstown Speedway. Tom, good evening. That has a nice sound to it. Yeah, it sure does. Good evening, Don. Years ago, they had a decal guys would put on their car. It was Lady Luck. And I know you didn't have the decal, but you sure had Lady Luck looking after you. And I'd like to pick up. It's Saturday night. You're on your way over to the scales. Tell the story. Uh, yeah, we had just left our pit area and went down to the scales, and my guys, you know, followed me down to push the car on the scales. My son-in-law comes running down. He says, you're trailing oil all the way down here to the scales. And uh, I had the car shut off at the time, and we were thinking it's power steering line or something like that. And, and my brother-in-law, Harry Ofer, tells me to start the car up. Well, here there was a small pinhole in the oil filter. So we still had time because the the pro stocks were lining up. We were just getting into the scale. So we ran back to our pit area. Um, Adam Henry actually had an oil filter. I usually have one in the trailer, but I had just changed the oil, and we didn't have one. And um, my son-in-law jumped underneath the car, and he, he yelled out at Harry. He said, I've been training for this all my life. He jumped underneath there with his bare hands and, and pulled the oil filter off, and we dumped another quart of oil in the car, and uh, we made it down to the lineup. I have and to. It was kind of ironic too. I go to Victory Lane and they hand the, uh, they stick an oil filter on the uh, the hood of the car, and I'm like, was this a joke or what? You know, because <laughs> you know sometimes they do give those away, and I thought yeah. one of my pit guys, you know, just yeah. brought it over, but they actually gave that away that night. I said <laughs> I could have used that like a half hour ago. You know. Well, you might make it a point to put a couple extra ones in the trailer. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I said I usually always have one. I have a case of oil in there because uh, I think it was a couple years ago. Brian Ship had, had lost the plug or didn't tighten the plug up on his oil pan, 
And, uh, you know, we thought, you know, that's a pretty good idea. We better keep some stuff in like that in the uh, trailer. So I don't know if uh, a bolt or a rock or something like that came up and just put a small pinhole in the oil filter. Well, Lady Luck was there. and uh, Yes, it was. What a race. Now, I want you to talk about the race. I thought it was ironic that in the closing laps, the top three in points were running one, two, three. Let's, mm-hmm. start, let's start with the green flag, your car. What's the game plan? Well, originally we were starting with um, Jeff Barclay on the uh, inside, and I thought that that would hold Anthony back enough that I could get uh, into the lead there. But uh, Jeff had a mishap and spun. And then when we had to restart, uh, Anthony was right alongside of me there. And I'm like, you know, here we are. He's chasing me for points. And, you know, he's been a three-time champion up there for the last couple of years. And uh, I figured um, i got to get him on the first or second lap here because if he gets in front of me, I'm going to be chasing him the whole night. You know, so... Uh, we was able to get a pretty good run on the outside and uh, get in front of him. So when he lined up beside you, your comfort level was kind of, uh, you were concerned because he's a good driver. Oh, yeah. He's a good driver. It's an excellent car and his crew and everything. And, uh, you know, I knew that uh, I had to get him on the first couple laps where I was going to be chasing him all night. Well, and how about Glessner? He was third. How many feature wins does he have? <clears throat> I think Doug has like six or seven. I mean, he yeah. uh, he really had a good car there this year. And, uh, you know, we had a couple good races together, Doug and I. What impressed me, the closing laps, top three guys in points, bumper to bumper, very clean racing, no issues. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it should be, too, Don. You know, I mean, uh, Doug and I have given each other room. We've swapped some tire marks and paint and stuff like that. Same with Anthony. But, uh, you know, I'm not the uh, type of driver that I'm going to go banging on somebody's rear bumper because I can't get around them or something like that. I mean, I'm going to run it in hard and, and try to get around you if I can pretty fair. And if not, uh, I'm going to follow you and we'll come back next week, you know. Now, going into the feature, I think you had an eight-point lead, and you eventually won it by four points. What closed the gap? Didn't you win your heat race? No, I didn't. Uh, I think Anthony won the heat race, and I actually wound up third, so he got some points on me there, and um, Doug won his heat race, too, so they both picked up points in the heat race. And uh, once we seen the lineup, I'm like, well, you know, we we have to beat them because that's just the way it is. I mean, I can't run behind Anthony because if he wins... He, we uh, end up uh, as tied, but he would have the tiebreaker because we both had three wins at the time. So yeah. uh, it kind of just, you know, you got to beat the, beat the competition if you want to be the champ. So that's what we had to do. You know what I like about your driving style, and I've been watching you since the 70s. You're smooth, you're clean, you don't get excited, and if there's an opening, you take it. If not, like you said, you wait, we'll get him next week. Yeah, I mean, a couple of guys, even Adam Henry and I, a couple times this year, uh, have tried to make it like three wide, and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be that guy that meeting the sandwich between two guys. I'll back off a little bit, and we'll get him in the next lap or two, and if we don't, like I said, uh, uh, I'll come back next week, and we'll have a better run at it, you know. We got a left-hander chassis. You picked it up in 2016, and I guess mm-hmm. the goal is to keep it so that it, it drives into the trailer at the end of the night. Yeah, that's that's one of the main goals. I mean, like, any time we can drive it into the trailer and I can drive it off and park it back in the garage, that's a win. You know, I mean, we like to run up front and top four or five, and we've been pretty successful the last couple of years in doing that. Uh, my brother-in-law, Harry Ofer, and I um, got the chassis working out pretty good for us, and uh, everything seems to work. 
If you're just joining us, we're talking to Tom Golick, the 2021 Modified Champion at Jennerstown Speedway. Now, I want to roll the clock back. I, I understand in 1979, you were the street stock champion at Motordrome and also the Pittsburgh Circle Track Club champion. Uh, I guess at Motordrome, you beat Jeff Dunmar. Uh, no slouch. No, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, Jeff went on to have a pretty good, damn good career. Um, you know, he, I think he was 15 or 16 at the time, and I was 19 or 20. So, um, you know, we were both young kids upcoming, and... Um, Everything worked out for the best of us that night. And I understand the car that uh, you were competing with with the Circle Track Club, you told me tonight, was my old car. Yes, uh, Bill Yankin, I think. Uh, he had more points at either Lernerville or La Trobe, I think, that year. And uh, uh, I had more points at Motordrome, so I wound up uh, winning the Pittsburgh Circle Track you know, by a couple of points over Bill. He had a good year with that car. I won the title in 78. He won the title at Schmuckers in 79. He gave the car the nickname Killer because he mm-hmm. was so happy with how well it ran. Um, <clears throat> since you're the champion, we need to acknowledge the people that help pay the bills. Well, um, I have my, my uh, employer, Coal Contracting. We do uh, restoration work for Columbia Gas on the roads and sidewalks. Um, Dave Burnell has always been lettering my car since '83. Uh, I mean, he used to do them all by hand, painting. You know, used to take a couple of days to do it. But uh, now it's all, you know, graphics and decals. Um, I have on board this year with us uh, OVN, it's Operations Veterans, uh, with Tony Aubrey, um, my buddy Ron Skrinovich, uh, Screenies Auto. He's a character, has been around for years. And um, also uh, Ray Bestest Brakes. They, they supply a lot of brake and uh, rotors and stuff for us. We've been testing brakes for them for the last couple of years, trying to get some different compounds working that they want to try to get into the you know, like the local scene racing they do a lot with nascar but uh they've been trying to you know break into this type of field with uh with their brake parts to say Skrinnerich is a character is an understatement i've known, <laughs> I've known ron since the 70s and he is definitely a character uh, oh I, I know anytime that we have a little problem or we're trying to tweak something with uh you know he's calling you know like red farmer and and, and bob seneca and different places and then trying to figure some stuff out for us and you know he's uh he's a good uh pr man and uh like a tech a technical advisor for us uh you mentioned harry how about the rest of the crew um i have a couple friends of mine bill delmore and uh dave bump they usually help us out at the racetrack air every week, and, uh, you know, they've come over to the garage here when we needed them to get uh, some things done, and they keep everybody in line and uh, keep everybody fed pretty good at the races, too, my wife and, and daughter. Any closing thoughts? Um, no, I just want to, uh, you know, thank my, uh, my wife, Lynn, my daughter, Allison, my sister, Tammy. Um, you know, they always have a spread out there for us every uh, night at the races, keep us fed, keep us in line a little bit, too, when we get a little bit angry sometimes at the races. They uh, they bring us back down to earth a little bit. And all my mom, too, she wasn't able to come to the races a lot this year with health issues, but uh, she's always uh, there in the background cheering and uh, wishing us all good luck. I want to thank you for being with us tonight, congratulate you on your championship, and you have a nice evening. All right, Don, you too, sir. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. 
or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now more Rappin' on Racing with your hosts, Don Gamble and Jim Zufall.
Saturday night at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, a very special night of racing as we welcome the Laurel Highlands Council of the Boy Scouts of America. Had about 300 Boy Scouts and their leaders and adults along with them. It's a great night for that. We also had a very touching tribute to the late Kyle Stramaski. Uh, we were able to have his family down on the front stretch. We did a great tribute to them. We had a bunch of his friends from the uh, pickup truck community. A lot of uh, guys in some awfully fancy trucks got to take some rides around the track, take some laps. All to honor Kyle Stramaski. There will be a uh, a recording of our tribute to Kyle Stramaski appearing at another time on Rapping on Racing. So make sure to listen for that. On to the racing. Well, it was a Rush Dirt Late Models, a Rorick Automotive Group Rush Dirt Late Models, and in Victory Lane for the first time ever, asked for tooling around. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway for years and years. It was Bill Kessler picking up his very first feature win in the Rush Dirt Late Models. Bill Kessler was absolutely beside himself. Couldn't even remember his sponsors in Victory Lane. If you'll hear the, the interview, you'll hear him have to read right off the car. Kessler, as you'll hear, was absolutely thrilled in Victory Lane. My man, you've been tooling around this joint a couple of minutes. Finally, finally, you get to take that checkered flag for a ride. It's been a long time coming. It's my first dirt late model feature ever. We had a check with it upstairs. We know you've been here forever. I thought he must have a win somewhere. Ridgeberry went up there and confirmed, nope, this is your very first. Yep, very first. I can't thank these guys. These guys bust their butts day in and day out, week after week. My dad, my fiance. My crew, Jimmy, Corey, Pete, all, all these guys, they, they kill themselves every week. You, you mentioned all your all your crew. Let's talk about your sponsors on the car as well. Okay. We got uh, Bulls Alignment. Oh, wow. Man, I'm just speechless. You're allowed to read the car. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, W.L. Davison, he's a, he's a huge sponsor. He's been with... He was with my grandfather, my dad. I mean, he's been with us forever. Um, Ingram Engines. Oh, my God. Kelleher Trucking. Uh, Sully's Towing and down in uh, Falston. I, I can't thank these guys enough. But uh, Sledge Contracting. I'm sorry if I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, you're good. You know, we're going to get to something else, too. I heard a rumor somebody's getting shaved tonight because you got this victory. Can we get him over here? We're going to talk about that? Sure. Corey, come on over here. Let's <laughs> hear uh, the story. He told me last year if I want a feature, I can shave his head. I want to be main in a tour race. So he let me shave his head. He said, that's close enough. Well, tonight he said, I can shave my beard off you win the feature. So we're going to shave when we get back to the truck. So this gentleman's got a date with a razor coming up. Nothing like fun like that. Ladies and gentlemen, first career victory after being around this joint right around forever, Bill Kessler. Kyle Lucon came in second with Logan Zarin, Colton Flinner, and Nico DeBecco rounding out the top five. Philip Bubeck, Tom Klein, Dan Lepro, Cassidy Kamaker, and Noah Brunell rounded out the top five. Colton Flinner and Logan Zarin picked up the heat races, and it was championship night, and crowned in the Rorick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models was Daryl Charlier as the 2021 champion. Frank McGill in the Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks comes across the 
start-finish line first. He picks up the win and secures the championship as well. Frank McGill in the 05 car has been stellar all season long and steady. Four or five victories this year, and that all gave him the 2021 championship in the the Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks. And Frank McGill, again, he was uh, pretty ecstatic in victory lane. So we get another bonus again, just like in the modified race. Boy, you smell like beer, dude. Um, Just like in the modified race, we want to have the winner of tonight's race and the track champion. We get a bonus. It's the same guy. you got to talk about this race and then this season. Yeah, it feels great. We've been working so hard for this, and it's just such such a relief to finally get it done for us. And uh, this is just a big win for us to bring home. I'd like to dedicate it to Cal. Uh, just not the same without him in the garage helping me make sure my car is ready for the next week. But I'm out here. I did it for him. i like to dedicate it to him. Absolutely. You know, this division... Everybody's tired of me talking about it. I even got an earful from Matt Miley one night, you know, saying it's the best division, the fastest growing, the most competitive. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. Yeah, this this division definitely grew a lot. It's really fun out here racing, being competitive, having different winners every week, but definitely a lot of fun. I walk by your pit area and say hello every Saturday night, and, and there's, there's no small amount of people there. you got a lot of help. Yeah, I like to think. Mom and Dad first, and then A&F Engineering, Pull Jack Race Engines, Whore Hut Trees, AK Chassis, uh, Hodge Automotive, Elizabeth Lawn and Landscaping, uh, Dan's Truck Service, Just Pour It, and Corman Corporation. Everybody who comes out and helps. Talk about some of these people standing around here that make this car go fast. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, my friend uh, Quentin and uh, T- Paige and Tyler and Dom and all them for coming out and helping every week. And uh, my uh, idol Adam and the, my engine builder AJ and my mom and dad, uh, Carly, everybody for coming out and supporting me. My friend Cody, uh, basically everybody here. I was here when the two McGill brothers showed up in their four cylinders in the Young Gun division, and this is not that many years ago, and now you're standing in victory lane with a championship trophy. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank McGill, your champion in the Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Socks. Matt Bernard, second. Stephen Sheltman, Drew Catellis, Tony McGill make up the top five. Jonathan Catellis, Cody Catellis. Jacob Weiser and Ben Anton, as well as James Huff, make up your top ten. Cody Catellis and Frank McGill picked up the heat races. And as we said, Frank McGill, also your track champion for 2021 in the Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks. Over in the Admar Penn, Ohio Pro Stocks, Brian Hutchko picks up yet another victory, and he's just been stacking them up all year, but it wasn't quite enough to unseat champion Nick Kachuba. Kachuba comes away with a track championship. As we said, Hutchko comes across as the winner of the race on Saturday night. Dave McManus, back behind the wheel of the 114 car. Daryl Charlier not able to be there early enough in the evening to actually race as his business, Three Rivers Karting, had a staffing issue, so he had to stick around and kind of run the store. So Dave McManus jumps back in the 114 car. Nick Kachuba finishing third and securing the championship. Mike Harris in his own 18 car finishing fourth. Jacob Billick Jr. in fifth. Sixth through tenth were Jacob Billick, Dale Toots, Jackson Billick, Tanya Charlier, and A.J. Poljack. 
The 60H of Hutchko won heat race number one with Nick Kachuba, your champ, winning heat race number two. And it should be noted that Brian Hutchko, he just put a decal or a vinyl graphic over his 60H on the side of his car and put a 75. And that was all, again, to honor Kyle Stramaski. Chelsea Krekich picking up the win in the Rush Sportsman Modifieds in visit number eight of nine this season for the Rush Sportsman Modified, spending a lot of time at the Speedway this year. And Chelsea Krekich, by virtue of her consistent attendance here, she's been here every single time. In fact, she wasn't even supposed to be here. Uh, she got off of work on uh, Saturday in the afternoon when she thought she'd be working till 7 o'clock. She shows up at the track, she picks up the victory, and she picks up the championship in the Rush Sportsman Modifieds. In the open four cylinders, the Crawford Auto Repair four cylinders, it was Hemi Kiniston picking up his third victory of the season. Young 13-year-old Hemi Kiniston, Dave Oliveri, a couple of weeks ago in Victory Lane said something to him, and I agreed tonight with uh, with David when I told Hemi, you know, the most 13-year-olds are sitting up in the stands watching the race and not racing and certainly not winning. But young Hemi Kiniston in our Crawford Auto Repair four-cylinders comes across first. Andy Garlinger driving the Bill Tennant number two was second. Then it was Lucas Weaver, Derek Quigley, Kyle Janis, Craig Rudolph, and Eric Reynolds. And Bill Tennant out of Collier's West Virginia by virtue of multiple track wins this year and consistency up front when he didn't win. He is your track champion. The Young Guns feature race was Travis Clark once again in the 05 car coming across with the win. He picks up his fifth win of the season, does Travis Clark. Logan Catellus, though, is your champion. Logan certainly set in the, the field ablaze early part of the season and consistent the rest of the season, and he picks up the track championship in the always safe traffic control young guns and that's a wrap on the points year at pittsburgh's pennsylvania motor speedway a couple of weeks to go but we're going to talk about next week and that's october 1st and 2nd it is the 33rd annual pittsburgher 100 Friday night is a standalone event with the Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series and the Bill Hendren Memorial for 3000 to win, plus our three other divisions, the Hobby Stocks, the Pro Stocks, and both four-cylinder divisions. Then on Saturday, all of our other divisions, they stay home, but the Rush Dirt Late Models, they come back for the tour race for night number two of the Bill Hendren Memorial. Both nights pay 3000 to win, but the big guns come into town as well as the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series comes on Saturday, October 2nd. Hot laps to 100 laps in its entire show, in its entirety, for the Pittsburgher 100 for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Everything you need to know about the Pittsburgher 100 weekend on October 1st and 2nd, this Friday and Saturday, can be seen at ppms.com. For Rapid on Racing, I'm Jim Zufall. This weekend, October 1st and 2nd, it's the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100 weekend at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Two big standalone shows. First on Friday, October 1st, the Pace Performance Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series will compete in night number one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for $3,000 to win. 
Joining the Rush Late Models on Friday will be the Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair Four Cylinders, and the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns. Friday also features the unique One to Remember race for the Rush Late Models. Then on Saturday, October 2nd, the Rush Dirt Late Models return for night number two of the Bill Hendren Memorial, and they are joined by the stars and cars of the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Hot laps, 100 laps. It's the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100. Special gate times and pricing, as well as camping information, can be seen at ppms.com. Be sure to be at the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for your patience uh, for that tribute to Kyle. Kyle was a whole lot of things. One of them, things he really, really loved was his truck. And... Um, that was, a, that was a tribute to him from a lot of friends, and a lot of those friends are not living very close to here. It was awesome that they were able to come out and pay tribute to him. We already did this, but I do want to once again welcome the scouts of the Laurel Highlands Council for being here tonight. Also, the, the folks we just saw in those pickup trucks uh, with their tribute. As many of you know, we've been talking about it. We lost one of our own just three weeks ago. And those of you who were here on September 11th when I did a uh, tribute to our first responders and our military may also remember that we observed a moment of silence for Kyle. But I went to the Miley's of Miley Motorsports and to some of the family and I said, what do you say we hold off on a real tribute to Kyle until the 25th because it was scout night on the 25th and because Kyle's status as... Folks, you listen, a third-generation Eagle Scout. We thought it was appropriate to honor him with all these young scouts in attendance tonight. Kyle's a lot of things. Now, he's got a lot of family down here, but I'm going to point out what he, who he was. First of all, he was a son. This is his father. He was a grandson. Smokey, our longtime pit steward, that's his grandfather. And he was a brother. And this is his brother, Dylan, who I've been torturing for the last three years to get your Eagle Scout. He's tired of hearing that from me. He was a son, grandson, brother, Eagle Scout, and literally a friend to everybody he met. Those of us in the racing community have been around a while. We remember Kyle growing up at his grandfather's side. Little guy. And then he went and grew up. But not just in stature, but in character. And it's that character that I want all these young scouts up here tonight to understand. That's what you want to emulate. And I want you to know about Kyle. Those of you that don't know about scouting will not know this fact. Those that are, you will. You see a bunch of little ones out here today with their blue shirts on or their activity shirts. We call them our Class B t-shirts. For every one of those kindergartner and first graders that walks into their first Cub Scout meeting, check that. For every 100 of them that walks into their first Cub Scout meeting, four of them will end their career as Eagle Scouts. That is the national average right now, 4%. Folks, that is rarefied air, and that's the air Kyle walked around in. A couple of days after we lost Kyle, a dear friend of ours, she's here in the pits or in the grandstand somewhere tonight, she wrote on social media that she's going to miss that crooked smile. And, and I had to think about that for a minute. And then I remembered why. 
And he's got a lot of friends down here right now. All these folks in the trucks, his family, all these people here that remember him. I think they'll tell you the same thing. When you saw that smile coming at you, you were fixing to have some fun. Because Kyle was that, to be sure. As I already said, Kyle was many things. Son, grandson, brother, Eagle Scout, friend. But he was so many more things. In fact, scouts and scouters, you're going to know where I'm going to go with this. Kyle was 12 more things. A lot of you know where I'm going with that. So I'm going to ask right now that in the grandstands, all the scouts and scouters that are here, scouts and their adult leaders, if you would please stand and join Kyle's father and his brother as they tell us what those 12 things were. Gentlemen, Kyle Stramaski was... Trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. For those of you that don't know, those are the 12 points of the Scout Law. Now, I don't know because I was never at Troop 4's meeting, so I don't know whether Kyle repeated that every week at a meeting like the troop I'm affiliated with does. But I can tell you this, those 12 points, whether he said them or not, he lived them every single day. Every one of those 12 points, that was Kyle. A lot of people here knew him well, and if you didn't, especially you young people, you need to find out who he was. And perhaps the best way we can honor him is to be like him. I talked to Carly a few minutes ago, or actually earlier this afternoon. Be like him. Be like Kyle. To live those 12 traits. To be a friend to everyone. To be a person of character. Be like Kyle. Carly suggested something to me. How about we throw a hashtag on the front of that? Hashtag be like Kyle. You took pictures here tonight of your trucks. You took video when you were riding around in your trucks. You did any of that stuff. You put that on social media. Carly tells me, I don't understand this stuff. I'm an old geezer. I don't know what this stuff does. But somehow or other, if you do hashtag be like Kyle, it's going to mean something to somebody. It's going to mean a lot to the family and the friends of Kyle for sure. One person who did ask to speak, let me back up a second. I wish I'd known him better. Kyle and I had an interesting relationship down here in that anybody that knows me, I'm not only the track announcer here, by the way, I'm a commissioner in, in one of the districts in the council here. But what happens here, because I'm the track announcer, I grab my clipboard and I run down at about 4.30, and I run all over and I talk to as many drivers and people as I can. And Kyle and I had sort of a, a head nod, fist bump, how you doing kind of relationship, because I was doing what I was doing, and he was doing what he did, and that was helping everybody he could help. So I didn't know him that well. But somebody here who did know him really well has asked if uh, she could speak tonight. You saw her upstairs earlier, or behind the grandstands, I should say, earlier with her car. You know her as the driver of the 221K hobby stock. She's Carly Kovacs. There you are. Folks, we're going to ask you to give Carly a little, uh, little space here. This is not easy for any of us. Carly. Thanks, Jim. Um, I'd like all of you for being here to celebrate the life of Kyle. And please bear with me as I try to say this. So many of us were truly blessed to have had Kyle in our lives. 
as a son, grandson, brother, uncle, nephew, and friend. He always had a way of making our lives a little brighter. Kyle could light up a room with his smile, and his laughter was ever so fetches. He loved racing, being outdoors, spending time with his friends and family, and was very, very proud of being an Eagle Scout. Twelve years ago today, I met Kyle at this very racetrack at this pit board behind me. We were 10 and 11 years old, and our friendship started that day and grew on over the years. I'll miss Kyle's random text, his crazy antics, the phone calls in the middle of the night to each other when we had a bad day, or just to even tell each other a fun, funny story or to even put, a, put her in our places, because we did that a lot. I will miss his silly sayings of, I like turtles, just going to send it, and dilly gaff. His love and knowledge of the stars and consultations, what I wouldn't give to sit and listen one more time of him explain everything to me and me pretend like I don't care. You see, friends are like stars. When you don't see them, they're always there. Kyle, you're my star, and I will love you and miss you forever. Give heaven some help. Tonight is for you, buddy. Thank you, Carly. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapid on Racing. And joining us now is Mike Lisikowski from Norville Speedway. Mike, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. I'm uh, doing very well. We still have uh, lots of activities here as we uh, approach the autumn season. Mike, unless a local race fan's been living in the wilderness somewhere, uh, I'm sure they know that there's a big change for the firecracker. Uh, would you like to explain what the situation is? Yeah, boy, we are really excited. Uh, the firecracker, uh, uh, for, the, uh, for the first uh, 15 years of its existence, uh, has earned its place among crown jewel events in the late model racing world by paying $30,000 to win as the third night of a three-day event. And uh, again, just as we were saying before the break about the Commonwealth Clash, everything happens in a single night. You do get three complete nights of racing, as always with the Firecracker. A complete show on Thursday night, feature winner gets his check. Complete show on Friday night, winner gets his check. But now the complete show on Saturday night, the Firecracker 100 itself, uh, thanks to Big River Steel, will pay $50,000 to the winner. Uh, that uh, that steel company has actually been a part of late model racing for four or five years now, and uh, they have uh, a location, uh, I guess, down in Arkansas, and they have a location uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And when the opportunity came up to 
uh, sponsor an event close to one of their locations here in Pennsylvania. Uh, that has boosted the interest in this event so much. We're already selling camping spaces for that event and talking to people that say they haven't been around uh, you know, for a few years. And the excitement of this new purse structure with 50000 to win just has people ringing our phones off the hook. And the other new part of the firecracker is that for the first time in that event history and for the first time in Lernerville Speedway history, drivers will be competing for Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Championship Series points. Uh, and it's, it's almost hard to believe that, uh, and I, I mentioned this actually on the show at the start of the season, that in the course of a Lernerville Speedway schedule like 2021, 11 different touring series visit the Lernerville Speedway. That's an unbelievable number to me. Uh, and, and that shows a lot of diversity, and it shows the race fans, you know, sprints, late models, modifies, pro stocks, you know, all of those touring series come through. And it, it's almost hard to believe that with that sort of diversity in touring series events, that never in the history of Lernerville has the Lucas Oil Series come here to compete. Uh, so as they do that for the first time uh, next July, uh, on the same week that the firecracker has always occurred, uh, there will be television production trucks on hand here, and uh, the uh, at least one of those events we anticipate to possibly be live on MAV-TV Network, and the other two nights uh, we anticipate being taped delayed on MAV-TV. So uh, $50,000 to win a new winner's take-home paycheck for the Saturday Night Firecracker 100 and uh, some new television coverage with uh, all three nights being aired on the MAV-Television Network and uh, hoping that one of those might even be live to the audience. I think your biggest problem might be parking for cars. <laughs> yes. But that's a <laughs> yeah, good problem. The, uh, <laughs> Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's really caused a swell of interest that uh, has been a little bit alarming to us here. But, uh, yeah, as the phone continues to ring, we're, uh, we're going to accommodate everybody that needs a camping spot and have uh, perhaps the biggest event in Lernerville Speedway history and a first-ever visit from the Lucas Oil Dirt Car Series. Very exciting. And, and it is the Lucas Oil Dirt Car Series, by the way, that brought to us uh, that sponsorship, the, uh, the $20,000 addition to the first-place prize on Saturday night. And uh, so the Firecracker now... Uh, you know, even climbs higher up in the echelon of dirt track late model events by being fifty thousand dollars to win in twenty twenty two. It's a little uh, further down the road, but uh, for the person that's going to put a post-it note on their refrigerator, how about the date for the stampede, and then I can have you back as it gets closer. <laughs> that's true. The uh, the Steel City Stampede is fast approaching. Uh, that's going to be October fourteenth, Thursday night, with a practice session. Uh, free grandstand admission and entertainment after the practice that night. Uh, October 15th will be Friday night with all the preliminaries. All the heat races uh, will be going on on Friday night, October the 15th, with a terrific live band playing after the races that night. And then Saturday, October the 16th, we will bring the Lernerville Speedway schedule to a close for 2021 with B-Mains and feature events for 10 divisions uh, that includes a 100-lap enduro after the races on Saturday night as well. So, uh, you know, the new part of the Steel City Stampede is that we have trimmed four divisions from that agenda, uh, looking to be a little bit more fan-friendly with the uh, hours that that event takes to complete. Uh, so we've removed four divisions from last year's agenda uh, to bring maybe our Fab Four and some of the other divisions into greater focus for the race fans. And the other part of the Steel City Stampede that's new for 2021, I should say, uh, is that we are welcoming, as we mentioned just a minute ago, 11 different touring series come to Lernerville in a calendar year. The late model portion of the Stampede this year 
sanctioned by ULMS, and that touring series will crown their tour champion on the Steel City Stampede weekend. The Modifieds this year, sanctioned by the BRP Modified Tour, that group will crown their 2021 champion on Stampede weekend. Uh, the 305 Sprints will be Allegheny Sprint Tour sanctioned, as they have been in the past to crown their champion. Three Rush Divisions will crown their champions, the Weekly Sportsman Modified Champion, the Weekly Sprint Car Champion, and the Late Model Touring Series Champion will all be crowned here on Stampede Weekend. And the Penn, Ohio Pro Stocks will crown their Weekly Series Champion. So we've added a bunch of sanctioning bodies this year to the Steel City Stampede, and I've kind of had in mind this whole time of a, a photo taken by our track photographer Tommy Hine at the end of the night with this whole row of race cars lined up of all the Touring Series Champions that are going to be crowned on that same night that we end the Lernerville Speedway season for 2021. Going to be a lot of trophies, a lot of uh, celebrations there. That is awesome. Well, it would be a lot of trophies. However, the Steel City Stampede awards instead commemorative belt buckles to the winners. So there will be quite a collection of belt buckles going out as Steel City Stampede tradition would dictate. Now, this is the 13th annual running of that event. Uh, and so there's quite a history to those belt buckles, and uh, we've already got those on order for the Lucky 10 feature winners. Great. Fans of 10 different divisions uh, rolling in for the three-day stampede in October, where we've already sold over 100 campsites. So it's going to be some uh, pretty good partying going on during that October event, as well as the racing. Well, I thank you. You have a nice evening. Appreciate it, Don. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. We're at the Commonwealth Clash Saturday evening, Lernerville Speedway. And joining us is Cy Lynch. Cy, welcome to Rapid on Racing. I know we've had you on, I don't know, I'm sure we've had you on this year or not, but... um, we're going to just, you know, great season here at Lernerville, and it's been a hit and miss year for you. You really haven't run here on a weekly basis. The car has been strong. Uh, and the, you know, this Bachman Motorsports and Lynch teamed up, and you've been, you know, wick all year. We're going to go back to the Don Martin Memorial. What an evening. Uh, everybody in those grandstands was rooting for Cy Lynch, and you, know, you set a fast time, you won the heat, you won the dash, and then in the feature, it wasn't the Cy that we expected. And I think I think at the end results, it probably wasn't the, the results the Cy wanted. But, you know, from a driver's standpoint, when you look at that, it's a home track. I, I, you take that and you say, okay, I'm going to put that back in my notebook. You probably sat down with your dad and said, okay, maybe what could we have done different for the feature? Yeah, you know, that was that was one of those deals where, uh, you know, to compete with the Outlaws, you have to attack the night in a couple different phases. You have to be fast at different points, and it's a different mindset every time. So we did 95% of the night correctly. We did it perfectly, uh, you know, quick time. We won the heat, won the dash. Uh, we led the first uh, 13 or 15 laps of the A, hung in the top five for or about halfway, and uh, actually had a left front shock stud break off. So um, a mechanical gremlin there, uh, 
you know, definitely held us up a little bit. But, um, you know, that's part of racing. You know, in order to compete with these guys, you have to have uh, a little bit of luck. It takes a ton of effort, um, you know, and they, they don't cut you any slack or any breaks. So uh, every every finish, you know, a lot of people say every win is deserved, but every every finish with the Outlaws uh, is deserved. You know, to, to be up front, um, you've done something right. And to compete up front, you've done something right. So, um, you know, we, we know what we did. Um, you know, we've really been hitting strides well this year. Uh, we've traveled a lot. We, we did not, you know, compete anywhere for points. We clicked off wins, traveled well, uh, had speed, you know, a lot of places, 12th at the King's Royal, uh, finished 8th the night before the Tusky, uh, made the Tusky, finished 16th. So, um, you know, we've traveled really well, finished 10th in our prelim night at Knoxville. So those are all things that, you know, a year ago I really wasn't sure if I'd be saying. So, you know, the hard work is paying off, but uh, we know we still have a lot more that we'd like to do. And again, this is, I don't want to say it's a new team, but it, it, it for all intents and purposes, you know, Bachman's allowed to use some things that you haven't had in the past. And, and I guess the, the big thing I take from that is it's nice when you and AJ and anybody can go out and travel a little bit because not that our local bull rings, you're not going to learn, but like you said, if you sit and you follow a Donnie shots for 10 laps, not that you want to, you're going to be able to do that. And, 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 and the advantage that you have is you can ask your dad because he's that plethora of information, but you know he's not behind the wheel, size behind the wheel. So what, if he were to hop in that car, he'd say, well, this is wrong or this is wrong because this, this is not what I want, but this is what Cy likes. But still, to have a Hall of Fame dad to be able to talk to, it has to, and, and your biggest, your mentor most likely, not your grandmother. Right, uh, right. I mean, again, we always know Jean's there. She's still a plethora of information for you and support. But you have that family to draw from. And again, when you have a bad night or you have the night that you didn't expect it, it has to be a big pick-me-up, side. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the biggest thing, there's good and bad to come with having a Hall of Fame family from, from what I say is, um, you know, the nights you do well, uh, you know, there is a sense of pride, but those tough nights, they are tougher, you know, because, um, you know, there was a sense of era as far as what they would have done or how they would have approached it differently. So really, you know, the first couple years, um, you know, my dad and I just had to learn a new level of communication and, um, you know, he is extremely knowledgeable and I'm trying to learn as much as I can as fast as I can and, you know, he was always the crew chief and the driver and the owner of his team and that's the same exact role that uh, I've had to play in mine. So, um, you know, his approach on the car and on the tracks and stuff like that as, as well as the times changing and, you know, so much has changed in our sport mechanical-wise uh, over the past five to seven to ten years, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to learn that and then it's tough to stay on top of that. So, um, you know, it really takes a sense of you have to put your minds together. Um, you know, it, it's not only what worked back then, it's what do we think can work moving forward. So, um, you know, just trying to bring the best uh, foot forward that we can and, you know, yeah, with Boffman coming on board, it's really opened us up to some new avenues, some new opportunities, um, you know, but I, I still, a huge thank you to the people that have been with me from day one, Mesitis Motorsports, ADV Depot, uh, Blair Construction, All-American Framers, Diesel Property Management, um, you know, those guys have, have been with me since the, the 24 car, the 42 car original, and, um, you know, Boffman and the Boffman Motorsports family coming on board, I hope is just that that step for us to get to the next level, for sure. Well, you saw, you mentioned the 24 car, and I think what a lot of our fans 
fans aren't that familiar with is you haven't been doing this all that long. It hasn't, like, you haven't started as, as a go-kart person and had this plethora of information and experience. And you gained, you know, tell the listeners how late you started to. And you jumped into a, what well, was a 305 to begin with, and then you went into the 410, and it hasn't been that long ago. Yeah, so I, I never drove anything before. I wanted to race for a long time. Um, but I, I first strapped in whenever I was 16 years old uh, in a 305. And, uh, you know, it, it was a very slow start for me. I ran about a half a season. Then I got an opportunity uh, to drive a 410 with uh, Bob McMillan. That was about a half a season. And then the first year that, of me being in my own car was in a 24 car. I think I did about 20 shows then. Uh, and then the following year, I think we did 30 shows. So, you know, if you add all of that up, that is still not what these outlaw guys are doing in one year. You know what I mean? So, yes, it might sound like four years of racing, but as far as nights on the racetrack, it's it's we're just now getting to the level of of what they do in a season or two seasons or, or something like that. So, um, yeah, I, I really, you know, I've never counted ourselves out. I've never really held ourselves against, you know, what anyone else can do or is doing. I think we, we kind of have our own deal here. Um, um, you know, I just, uh, like I said, the biggest thing is we want to be competitive at home. We want to win at home, um, but we want to be competitive and something to reckon with whenever we travel as well. So those big races are, are what make it nowadays. I mean, the Knoxville Nationals, the Kings Royal, they really are just the next level uh, of racing. And, and in order to, to be anything uh, of relevance in this sport, I think you have to be at those those big marquee events for sure. You, you've certainly done Western Pennsylvania and Lernerville Speedway proud this past year. We want to congratulate you on the season that you had. Uh, we'll say it was a tr- season of transition with a new team, and we l- wish you luck the best of the year and well tonight, and hopefully we'll see you down in Charlotte. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers competed late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. 
When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's Joining us now is Preston Cope, the driver of the number 24 Pro Stock at Jennerstown Speedway. Preston, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, Don. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good too. You know, I've seen your race. Uh, you had a really good run there the other day. Um, you and Jim, second and third, and for new faces on the asphalt and the guys you're racing against, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that was a blast. I, I've i never had experience in asphalt before. I've never driven on asphalt before. That's, that was my fifth time in a feature. And we, I just, the car was hooked up. And, you know, I just pushed it to the best of my abilities and try, I try to be consistent when I'm in a car. And so I try to be consistent. And lap after lap, I eventually caught up to Jim. And me and him had a great battle for second and third you know i i tried giving him uh, a run for his money but you know you know i gotta give the team the team uh team manager a little bit of a, a challenge you know uh but i yeah me and him had a really good time and I'm, I'm really blessed to just have him around to help me learn and grow as a driver and it was just an amazing race all together Jim's a good guy. Now, I'm guessing, I know you did five years in the go-karts and six in the Rush Modifieds. Is the Rush Modified where you met Jim? Yeah. Um, I actually met Jim around 2017. We were at Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. And I remember it, like, it was, because it was my second full season, first full season, actually, first full season. And... Uh, we were at Pittsburgh, and me and Jim had a really good battle. We like he he started on the pole. I think he told me, and he started falling back. And I was coming up from the back to the front, and you know we met at this one air one spot, and we going in turn three and four. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, you know he was right next to me on my door, 
maybe like an inch apart, but he never touched me. And, and at Pittsburgh, it's at, it's pretty high speed, so you know it's kind of like nerve wracking to have someone on your door like that because you don't know if something will go wrong. But he never touched me. He never did. And you know, eventually, I think I did get around him. But I remember after the race, I ran right up to him. I was like, "That was an amazing race. That was so much fun. Thank you for that." Uh, I. I I love racing like that. I love having clean, fast racing, and I I really appreciate you racing me clean there. And he's like, "Oh, no problem." That was a lot of fun. He said it sucked for me because I went backwards, but you know, hey, as long as it was fun, that's all that matters. I'm like, absolutely right. So after that point, I've I've kind of known Jim. Like I, I don't I haven't really talked to him afterwards, and then. You know, I Jerry Schaefer pulled me in for the team about two years ago, and ever since then, me and Jim Bryce have been uh, almost like a dynamic duo. Uh, just, you know, whatever race we're in, we're always somewhat, somewhat next to each other, and me and him always, uh, you know, we always have a good run. So Schaefer's the one that pulled you two together, and that's when you, I guess, became teammates? Yes. Yeah, Jerry Schaefer, like I said, you know, he... Uh, great guy you know absolutely has an amazing heart and he always wants to see uh you know you know uh drivers like me develop and become better and see them go somewhere and i really thank him for taking me onto the team uh you know he gave me a chance to run one of his dirt cars and you know i think after the last two years i think that you know i've made a lot of solid gains i got two career wins out of it I've never and I've never been close to winning a race and I've always barely making the top 10 with my old car but you know with him bringing me on I uh I was able to uh you know become better and develop better and see what it's like to be in good equipment and have decent setups and like you know being able to race and and you know I'm I'm really proud to drive for him and I really appreciate his continued support for me you know, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for him bringing me, bringing me on board. And so I truly thank him for everything. And, yeah, as soon as he brought me on, Jim also helped me. You know, Jim did tell me at first that he was kind of skeptical, you know, because he didn't know who I was or what my work ethic was. But as he now knows me uh, pretty well, and he knows that I'm a hard worker. He knows that I will work for whatever I want. I, I, I'm always put in the hard work and effort i am usually when they're at the shop i'm always there whether it be you know being a handing the tools or actually getting underneath the car and tightening some stuff down or checking some things like i'm always i'm trying to always be involved and i think he sees that and he understands that and i'm and jim really appreciates me for doing that and so i i you know i try to i try my best to be the best I can be to learn learn as much as I can, and I really I really thank Jim and Jerry for both making me the best driver I could be. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Preston Cope, the driver of the number twenty four Pro Stock at Jennerstown. If we took time to mention all the people Jerry Schaefer helped, we'd have to add an extra hour to the show. He's an amazing man uh let's talk a little bit about your car what kind is it and where did you get it so the for the pro stock i have a uh uh, a left-hander uh i'm pretty sure it's a 2016 and then the body is actually from 2005 uh it's uh it's an older body style but 
I, I like I said, I don't know very much about the asphalt, I, but from what I have, I'm making it work. And I think honestly, the equipment has been holding up really, really well. We just need a little bit more to become faster, and next season, hopefully, we can get that first career win. You guys are pretty close. Uh, I say uh, n- next season, uh, that would be a definite uh, good bet for someone like me if I was betting on the race. Now, um, would you say your uh, run at Jennerstown was your most memorable so far, or was there something on the dirt that was even better? Well, it's hard for me to choose. I always say, you know, people always ask me, like, what do you like more, dirt or asphalt? I'm like, I, it's like choosing between two kids that you love equally, you know? Like, you can't really choose one. But I'll probably say for for most memorable for asphalt, I'd probably say last weekend was definitely the most memorable for me because I never had a career high in third and on an asphalt track and run as hard as I did. But I also... On dirt, I am absolutely thrilled to have two career wins that both I worked equally hard for. And uh, I just feel like, you know, both both wins on dirt mean a lot to me, as well as the asphalt running third against Jim Bright, you know. Like, to me, they're both equally as important to me. Everything that I've done in my career is very important to me. And so I would say both, both uh, dirt and asphalt have very amazing moments that have been good to me, I would say. Preston, we're going to have to take a break. We're coming up on a commercial. We'll be back with more and Preston Cope after these messages. This portion of today's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. This weekend, October 1st and 2nd, it's the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100 weekend at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Two big standalone shows. First on Friday, October 1st, the Pace Performance Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series will compete in night number one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for $3,000 to win. Joining the Rush Late Models on Friday will be the Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair Four Cylinders, and the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns. Friday also features the unique One to Remember race for the Rush Late Models. Then on Saturday, October 2nd, the Rush Dirt Late Models return for night number two of the Bill Hendren Memorial, and they are joined by the stars and cars of the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Hot laps, 100 laps. It's the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100. Special gate times and pricing, as well as camping information, can be seen at ppms.com. Be sure to be at the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. 
Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Fans, we're back. We're talking to Preston Cope, the driver of the number 24 Pro Stock at Jennerstown Speedway. Um, what was your reason for getting involved in racing? Um, my mom watched NASCAR, you know, in the mid and mid to late 90s, you know, and was indeed a big Jeff Gordon fan. And, you know, when I was born and hit the age of about three, I was... Uh, I got into NASCAR and I started watching races. You know, uh, I I was a big fan of Jeff Gordon right off the bat. My mom influenced me, and you know, I, I instantly loved the number twenty four Dupont Chevrolet. Watching that big red and blue race car just go over two hundred miles an hour right into the corners, I, I I loved it all. And eventually, I started memorizing not only Jeff Gordon cars and the paint schemes, I had also memorized, you know, other names, numbers, owners, all the sponsors, and it just went from there. I I just always had a passion for it, and I and I, I believe that's why I got into racing so much, and so since I was little, uh, my parents got me a go-kart, and then after that, my career started taking off from there, and I never looked back. I understand you're a student at Kent State in the business administration. What uh, semester are you? Uh, this is my second semester. Uh, I, I started, actually, I started doing college in high school with the CCP program at Champion High School. Um, I took some CCP classes, which is my college credit plus classes, and I actually got a lot of my core requirements done. So I actually only had to take a few classes when I actually got to college that I actually had to pay for. And I was able to, you know, I was fortunate enough to have those classes done. And I'm pretty close to actually wrapping up. I uh, actually think my core requirements are done, actually. And I, the only thing I have to do now are my, biz, my business administration classes. And then I sh- should be graduating pretty soon. I spent 45 years in education, and an opportunity like yours to get college credits in high school is excellent. It's just disappointing that more kids don't try to do that. Now, you're working part-time at Menards, uh, so all these things are kind of coming together. And your business administration classes, when you finish this, will be very handy if you decide to pursue a serious career in motorsports. Yeah, I, I I wanted to have something to fall back on, you know, after, you know, if racing doesn't go well or if I can't be a driver, you know, I've always, like, you know, I want to be a part of the sport some way or somehow. And so I feel like with my business administration degree, 
I should be, I would be able to, you know, be involved either, even if it's behind the scenes, behind the curtain, you know, I, I, I want to, I want to be there for drivers and teams and sponsors. And I just want to give them my best effort. Even if I can't drive for them, I want to, I want to be involved. And so I feel like with the business administration degree, I can, you know, I can work for teams. I can start my own team. I can, you know, I can make a company that can help supply things to teams, whatever it can t- it takes to be a part of something, especially racing. That's what I want to do. Well, you have a beautiful race car and a nice uh, sponsorship with Jerry Schaefer. Are there any other sponsors involved with your team? Yeah, like I said, I'm Jerry Schaefer of Jerry Schaefer Racing. He's my main sponsor. I'm really thankful for everything he's done for me and giving me the opportunities that he has. Um, again, like I said, I wouldn't be here without him. I also want to thank Champion Med Express Care and Champion Ohio. Uh, they've sponsored me since I've started dirt racing. I'm very grateful for Dr. Zach Barris and his continued support for my uh, my career, even on asphalt. You know, uh, I would like to thank the Southwest Florida Ale Trail. They came aboard the season uh, with the asphalt car through uh, Zach Barson, who co-owns several uh, of the microbreweries in the uh, Southwest Florida. And I appreciate their support so much. They have they've really helped us. And of course, I want to thank uh, Abruzzi Transmissions and Racing Converters out of Warren, Ohio. Uh, Marco Abruzzi is an amazing drag racer, and he owns and operates the uh, the uh, aforementioned uh, be- uh, business. Uh, he's been quite uh, helped me with the asphalt car, and he's helped me helped me with the dirt car as well. And I'm grateful for uh, his help this year. Uh, my my parents, I consider them as sponsors as well because they, they were able to, they helped pay for a lot of things. So, Tim and Tracy Cope, uh, you know, thank you for all of your support. You, my mom and dad, you, you've really helped me a lot with my career and you've helped funded me to get places where I can be along with, along with the sponsors. You guys have been the best parents I could ever ask for and I thank you for you guys' support and for everything I, I love to do. And I also want to thank uh, uh, Shane Izzo to put the pro stock paint scheme together. Uh, I, I, I did it. Look, it was just a plain blue late model before we put a wrap on it. We were just going to throw a set of numbers and decals on it just to, you know, get it out there. And then one day I went to Jim Bryce's and he lettered it completely front to back with that amazing, uh, it's the William Byron Liberty paint scheme. And it was, it was really cool. Cause that blue on there is all original. It's metallic blue and it just made it look pop. You know, it just, it made it pop so much that it just was really eye-appealing. And I really thank Shane Izzo for taking the time to making that paint scheme and, you know, being a part of my uh, progression in that, into asphalt. Beautiful car. How about pit crew? Well, you know, uh, Jerry Schaefer is the man behind the crew. You know, he, he runs everything. As, like I said, he's the head boss man. And, uh, you know, he's giving me the opportunity behind the twenty-four. I want to thank Glenn Hinkle. You know, he's the man behind the setups, and you know he works out the kinks. He's been he's been with me since the start of my endeavor with uh, Jerry Schaefer Racing, and he's helped me with setups every single week. Always called me every single week, see how the car's running, and if he's at the track, immediately he's at he's he's at work with it, trying to make the car better and trying to make it faster so we can possibly win races or even just. 
you know, be there at the end. Um, him along with Dave, uh, he's been an integral part of helping us uh, each week to improve on the track. Um, you know, they're both ready and willing to help me learn, and they help share this wealth of knowledge with me to, be, like I said, to learn and become a better driver. And then Brian, uh, Glenn's nephew, whenever he's in town from New England, you know, he's a huge help. He's always... He's always like he's always like the muscle, you know. If we need something done, he'll get it done. And I thank him for a lot of the times where there has been mistakes on the track, and we we need to get stuff repaired or fixed. And he's always first one at the car taking stuff off and fixing it up. And I'm really thankful for him too. Um, Jim Bryce, uh, my teammate and driver, and the uh, and driver of the uh, sorry, uh, Jim Bryce, uh, my teammate and driver of the 14 Pro Stock. He's uh, He's been there through it all. Uh, he got the asphalt car together for me, and he got the whole deal together, and he's been there every step of the way to help improve it and make it better when I'm out on track. Um, you know, he gives me solid advice and solid feedback that, and him and his wife, Beverly, you know, have become great friends with mine and my family, and I appreciate everything he's done for me and all the support, you know, that Jim Brace has given me, and... I'm really thankful for everything that he's done to progress my career forward. I want to thank my dad, Kim Cope. Uh, he does a lot of the prep work for each week to get me out there. You know, uh, you know, before we go racing each week, he's uh, he's over at the garage. We always put the hours in to get the car ready, and we like to uh, we will, we like to. That's our, that's our time together, you know, because I'm always at college and work, and he's always at work as well. But, you know, that's our time together, and I really appreciate every moment that he's had with me to, you know, get everything ready and be ready to go to the track every week. So I thank him for that. Um, I definitely would not be able to do this without him and his support. Um, Tim Wolf, my grandpa, he hauls my car five hours to Jennerstown and back every week, and I'm really thankful for him. He's you know, allowed me to store the race cars at his house, and each week he gets re- get he gets ready and gets ready to go to the track every morning. And I really thank him for that. You know, he's been doing this my entire racing career. He's been hauling my cars everywhere, and I he's just he's the best grandpa you could ever ask for. He's such a sweet man. He's always been there for me. He's always he's given me advice as well. You know, and I I really really thank him for that he's really made me feel like one of the best grandkids he's had in the whole world wide world and so i thank him for that and i can't forget you know my amazing girlfriend and our team photographer emma raw um emma's been a huge part of my racing career she's supported me and been there for me through every step of the way um emma's been always been adamant about me advancing my career and whatever it may be. And I, I really thank him for that. Uh, she's, she's always been an amazing supporter. She always says that she's my number one fan. And I always, I always think I'm always thankful for that. She's been a real sweetheart to me. And I'm, I'm really appreciative for all the things she's done for me, especially with all the amazing photos she takes. She's an amazing photographer. You know, she's been taking classes at, uh, uh, TCTC or uh, Trumbull Career and Technical Center. Um, she's 
she's learned and grown as an amazing human being, and I'm very thankful for her to be my team photographer and be a part of my racing career, not only as my girlfriend, but as a part of the team. And she's an amazing person. I thank her for that. Well, Preston Cope, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us today. I enjoy watching you race, and I'm looking forward to the 2022 season and your first win. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Don. This portion of today's program was brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724 352 2020. That's 724 352 2020. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, Call 412-922-8988. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri.
It's a Saturday evening at Lernerville Speedway, and we're here at the Commonwealth Class. And joining us is Logan Shuhart. Logan, welcome to Rapid On Racing. We've had an opportunity to have you on several times before, but just for our listeners, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about your year. You started off in grand fashion, and then the World of Outlaw Tour. It's a grueling tour. You know, you go from north to south, from south to west, back to east and back west. And, you know, we're here at Lernerville on a Saturday night. And you're going to head back to your home turf and, you know, Williams Grove in a couple next weekend. But then you guys head back out Midwest for uh, uh, out to where, somewhere around Kansas or whatever. Then you head back to the World Finals. But, you know, first of all, congratulations on your win this past Friday at Eldora. The last handful of races this shark racing team has been on a roll from a driver's standpoint you don't really do anything different but from a team standpoint how big is the pick-me-up in a season that's this long logan that you've had the success you've had recently yeah we we started out real strong uh the beginning of the year was really good to us we had a chance at uh multiple wins we did win a you know an all-star race which had you know all the all the outlaw cars there so um and then we we won a an outlaw race starting the season off in volusia so that went in the big gator and our season started out really strong uh ran some well in other parts of the country earlier in the year and then uh we've really been strong all year just uh we got to the summertime and uh had multiple mechanical failures that were really putting us behind the eight ball and 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 really making us struggle a little bit not not struggle as far as our speed and uh just felt like we couldn't we couldn't catch a break so uh, we're still able to win the jackson nationals which was our biggest race thus far and uh it just didn't feel like we could get in a roll but i, I felt like at any moment you know things were going to start clicking we weren't you know our heads were in the right place uh ron ben tyler brendan jack uh, my grandfather everybody was working really hard to make sure this car had the speed and and uh, i felt like we were making the right calls it's just i've I, you know things like i said things just weren't going our way and i felt like they were going to start clicking at any moment so uh, it seemed like as soon as we went out west here at the end of the year we just uh, we've found some things you know not that we've done a whole lot different but uh, the last you know we won the last three out of five races and uh, been on the podium the other races and so it, it's it's been strong i'm just hoping to you know in a, a season that you had in 2020 with being second in the point standings you know i was hoping to to match that or even do better this year but uh some of those struggles in the middle of the year kind of uh put a hurting on that so the best thing we can do is just run as strong as we can the the last half of the year and you know what we can control these last you know how many races 10 12 races whatever it is uh run as strong as we can and try and pick up as many wins as possible and make a statement the wins are still there i think you currently i think you're tied for fifth in the points and at that point it's just a matter of you know you get to this late of the year you just want to finish the season strong and the team has been strong but for our listeners again friday evening you had a you know you guys were racing at Eldora Speedway. Again, Tony starts in Earl Baldus's historic track. Then you come here to Don Martin. Now, traditionally, the big half miles, from what I've seen the last few years, you guys got your program dialed in. It seems to halfway through the race, your car comes alive. You come to Lernerville, I've watched you the last three or four years. You know, maybe you're, you know, Bobby Allen can throw a little wisdom to you because he always was good here. And this track is not the easiest track. It's, it, it has so much character 
character and what you guys had for the Martin Memorial. You know, tonight we got a cooler temperature. It's going to be a completely different ball game. Yeah, you know, each each racetrack is unique in itself, and there's different things that the cars like. That that's all part of the learning experience that you have to figure out what they like and what they don't like. And when you come back next time, you know, and you have to also adapt to the track as it changes. Like you said, you might come here one time and it'll uh, be a second faster in the future than what it was the time before you're here. So, uh, you know, I feel like we're good on all types of tracks. We might have won a few races at half miles, but, uh, you know, those last three out of five races, one of those was uh, Chico and the Gold Cup. So it's uh, one of the, you know, more famous quarter miles uh, in the history of sprint car racing. So, and then we come to Eldora on Friday night and, and win there on a big half mile. So I feel like we can go good wherever. We just, uh, it's, it's making the right calls. The driver's got to, you know, make the right decisions during the race. And uh, I feel like we're, we're doing a great job at that right now. So uh, I think, uh, you know, I really enjoy coming to Lernerville. I think it's an awesome racetrack uh, in our home state, one of my, you know, more favorable racetracks to come to. And, uh, we, you know, we haven't had the best results when we come here, but we've had good results, and I feel like we're learning from them. So I'm hoping tonight we can turn that tide and, and get this thing on the podium or get another win. Fans, if you're joining us, we're talking to Logan Shuhart, and we're going to pause for a commercial message. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. This weekend, October 1st and 2nd, it's the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100 weekend at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Two big standalone shows. First on Friday, October 1st, the Pace Performance Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series will compete in night number one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for $3,000 to win. Joining the Rush Late Models on Friday will be the Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair Four Cylinders, and the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control young guns friday also features the unique one to remember race for the rush late models then on saturday october 2nd the rush dirt late models return for night number two of the bill hendren memorial and they are joined by the stars and cars of the lucas oil late model dirt series Hot laps to 100 laps. It's the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100. Special gate times and pricing, as well as camping information, can be seen at ppms.com. Be sure to be at the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100. Racers for Tots is a nonprofit organization composed of a group of racing enthusiasts who have come together to raise money through various fundraisers and raffles to purchase toys for children in need during the Christmas season. Founded in 1999, Racers for Tots has raised over $2 million to purchase toys and bicycles for children in need across western Pennsylvania. Racers for Tots donates to Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh, the Salvation Army, Father Ryan's Outreach Center, Children of Murder Victims, Catholic Charities, Bikes for Children with Autism, and any local organization that benefits families with children in need. This year, the organization will celebrate 21 years, and there are many local and regional raffles and fundraisers planned. And if you see the Racers for Tots car at your local Speedway, be sure to purchase a $10 ticket for a chance to win the Racers for Tots grand prize, a brand new rocket race car. This car is valued at about $50,000. For additional information, call 412-952-4723 or go to info at racersfortots.org. 
a message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Listeners, we're back from our break, and, and joining us is Logan Shuhart. Logan, we've talked about your season thus far, but as we get into the, the colder temperatures, you know, last weekend here in Pennsylvania, you know, we were in the 85, almost 90 degree weather, and you know, now as I'm, we're doing this interview Saturday night uh, at Lernerville, it's probably about 68 degrees, and for the, for the listeners that aren't familiar with a 410 Sprint motor, you know, those things, to me, the cooler, the wetter, the better they strive is more horsepower. And you guys can get more horsepower. That means you can put that power down to, you know, to mainly the, you know, right rear. Yeah, it's, usually that's why you see track records or, you know, when you have fa- fast racetracks, wet racetracks, uh, track records are usually set at the beginning of the year and the end of the year where you have the cool temperatures. So um, our engine builder, Michael Newman, does a you know, fantastic job giving us what we need, and uh, they always run well no matter what, what part of the year. But, uh, we, you know, we have different combinations, uh, different, you know, heads and stuff that will, you know, flow better in the summertime when the air is real bad. But uh, you get in the summertime when the, the altitude's real high, it's real hot out, uh, the engines lose a lot of horsepower, and they kind of, you struggle. I mean, it's the same as, you know, for anybody that's uh, athletic or physically active. You go out for a run in the summertime when it's hot, it's, it's hard. And if you go uh, for a run in the wintertime when it's cold out, it's a lot easier. So it's a, those engines breathe the same same way and uh, that's why you see the you know faster faster tracks at the end of the year the engines are running a lot better and uh, it's uh, a little bit faster speeds Logan, as we were discussing before the break, you know the, the motors of a 410 Sprint. They're unique. They're unique in any motor vehicle out there. They put a lot of horsepower out. In early spring, we have horsepower. Late fall, we have horsepower. Summertime kind of zaps the power a little bit. But now, like I said, Friday night at Eldora, now tonight at Lernerville. How do you change it? I mean, again, the engines, it's the same motor, but yet it's a different configuration, different track. Sure, you know, a place like Eldora, you know, different combinations of engines can do different things. You know, they're all 410 cubic inches, but, uh, you know, some, like I said, Michael Newman does a great job building us what we need. And, you know, some tracks like Eldora, uh, you know, you have the 
you know you get that good airflow and you might you know you want an engine that kind of has that ball and chain effect that it's uh might you know not have the bottom end torque but once it gets going it has that horsepower to get it you know going faster and faster every lap so and then you come to a place like Lernerville a little bit tighter corners you might want uh you know you might want to you know what you might lack in horsepower might be a good thing you might want that bottom end torque to pull you off the corners so uh but you know every time in that you know good air end of the year springtime fall time they get that good air they're they're gonna run good so um like i said michael newman does a great job of building us what we need well he makes the power again sometimes his well we're sitting here on a saturday evening you know we're gonna have 30 40 cars here pit side always with an outlaw race and i ask you guys this all the time you probably hear like a broken record well if anybody knows what a record is nowadays maybe it's a recording but uh how we know how the importance is for you to to assess the track and then when you have those two laps of qualifying to hit your marks because that's going to set you up for the heat race and that's all important so that you want to finish at least in the top two most of the time to get in the dash yeah, you want to run. You want to run a smooth lap in qualifying is a big thing. Two smooth laps, kind of let the car do its own thing. Uh, you shouldn't have to race it a whole lot. Um, you know, the car should almost drive itself. Use the engine, use the power to to roll you around the racetrack. The smoother you can go, usually the quicker the time is. So, uh, you know, save the you know aggressive racing style for uh, for when you know when you're out there with other cars in a heat race in the feature. You know, I feel like that's why you see some cars will go really good in qualifying. They might be a uh, you might not be known for you know starting in the back and racing for it, and then uh, some cars don't always qualify the best, but they go out and uh, you can start in the back and race their way forward. So it's two different driving styles, uh, but that is the hard part about it. You get two laps of uh, warm ups and uh, you go right into qualifying. So you don't have much time to figure out your car, or figure out what you might want to change, and uh, but uh, those two laps of qualifying mean a lot to, for where you start uh, throughout the rest of the night. As you head up and down the road, I know prior to the interview, I saw you talking to Bobby Allen. How special is it to have a Hall of Famer with all the experience he has? Now, granted, the cars that he raced are nothing similar to this, but the track at Lernerville is round. It really hasn't changed as much other than a little bit of character. But how much of it, like, inspiration or experience does he have to say, Logan, you know, maybe we need to look at this? Well, he's my mentor as, as well as my grandfather. He's, he's taught me everything I know, and um, you know I'm fortunate enough to still have him out here. He's uh, you know basically and you know he's still the boss and he's, he runs the team and uh, he, like I said I'm fortunate enough to, to, to bounce ideas off of him uh, you know he's raced his whole life uh, and now it turned into a car owner in the last 10 years and uh, like I said I've been fortunate enough in, in my racing career to have him there the whole time so I can use his experience and knowledge to, to help myself on the racetrack and, and still when I'm not sure if things go to him for questions and uh, it's, it's definitely awesome to have somebody like that in your corner that you you can talk to uh, and get feedback from and it just uh, especially when that that person is your grandfather and a legend in the sport like he is there's nothing like family and to have your family with you and like you said to have that that history and that experience well Logan I'd like to take thank you for taking time to join us on wrapping on racing and as I do to our drivers this time of year those point championships mostly are done and I'll just say you know congratulations on your win again Friday night 
hopefully we have the same result here on, uh, tonight at Lernerville. And best of luck the rest of the season, and I look forward to seeing you down at, at Charlotte here in November. Yeah, thanks for, for talking to me. I appreciate you having me on. I uh, just got to thank everybody that gets to Shark Race and want us up the road. You know, Dry Dean Performance Products has been a big help and big sponsor of ours the last few years. And, uh, you know, DRF uh, with, the, with their oil and, and our race cars has been huge. Uh, CND rigging, uh, NGK spark plugs, and uh, Williams grading, uh, Iron Stag, and, and everybody that's part of uh, the Shark Racing team. Again, well, thank you, and good luck this evening. Thank you. Thank you. This weekend, October 1st and 2nd, it's the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100 weekend at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Two big standalone shows. First on Friday, October 1st, the Pace Performance Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series will compete in night number one of the Bill Hendren Memorial for $3,000 to win. Joining the Rush Late Models on Friday will be the Admar Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Priority Equipment Rental Hobby Stocks, the Crawford Auto Repair Four Cylinders, and the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Guns. Friday also features the unique One to Remember race for the Rush Late Models. Then on Saturday, October 2nd, the Rush Dirt Late Models return for night number two of the Bill Hendren Memorial, and they are joined by the stars and cars of the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Hot laps to 100 laps. It's the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100. Special gate times and pricing, as well as camping information, can be seen at ppms.com. Be sure to be at the 33rd annual Pittsburgher 100. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact fine. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. 
The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Dave, it's been a long year, but for the first time in 2021, we are going to call you a feature winner. I'll tell you what, sometimes you got to go back to basics to find your way again. You went one step further. You went to the place where you won your first feature many moons ago. Yeah, I just hope it's not my last, but uh, uh, we're going to try playing this one more gear and see how that goes. And I'll tell you what, it's a great night. Uh, Dave, you have a, you've had a great career. You're a Hall of Famer with the Pittsburgh Circle Track Club. One thing we talked about in intermission, you race as a family, and here your mom and dad are here to greet you. And uh, normally one of the other people, first people to meet you would be your niece, Joe, not here tonight. But it has to be kind of cool, like I said, to go back where you won that first feature in 1980 and go back to Victory Lane. We got a feature winner hat for you. Great trophy. But don't forget, two weeks from tonight, the BRP Tour is coming for their second stop here at Latrobe. Yeah, that's uh, pretty exciting. Uh, the worst part is I sold this car today, so uh, it, won't, uh, it won't be here. You think you can get a ride? I've already got a couple lined up. Did the price of it go up with the win tonight? No, we had a deal made, so, uh, but uh, it, I had to sell it when it, getting was good. Hey, now's a chance for you to go ahead and thank all the sponsors, pit crew, and talk about this great track you had here tonight. The track was really bitey tonight. It's uh, it's probably the best we've had for the few nights that we've been down. Uh, but the track's always racy, so that's always a good thing. Uh, I got to thank uh, Toma Meat Market, Murdoch's Auto Parts, uh, Steve's Auto Body, my own business, Cabin and Castle Home Inspections. If somebody needs a home inspection, I'll give them a heck of a deal right now. Hell, he sold his car today. He wants to do some home inspections coming your way. Let's give a round of applause for our feature winner tonight in the Toma Meat Market, Murdoch Auto Parts 61, Mr. Dave Murdoch. Thank you. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Joining us at Lernerville Speedway after the race is tonight's victory, Victor David Gravel. David, congratulations on your victory here at the uh, Commonwealth Clash. Great night, set quick time, won the heat, won the feature. The most important thing I, it was interesting is early on the car. You the car was good all night. You were down low. Uh, Brad was up top, and then basically with a caution with about 13 to go. The car just seemed to come to life. Uh, Brad seemed to take the bottom side, and he went to the top side, and at that point, it was a rocket. Oh, yeah, just kind of circumstances. He kind of got by me in lap traffic when I was behind Wayne and was able to get to second, and that caution came out, and then pretty much on that caution, I just had to go where he didn't, and, uh, you know, it worked out. Luckily, I was able to get a good run down the front stretch. He left the top open, and I had a good run uh, down the back stretch. and was able to slide them and uh, you know there's only 11 laps left at that point so I knew I just had to run it hard uh, till the end of the race and we got to the end. 
As the driver, when you have the choice to take the top or the bottom, sometimes you, you outguess yourself? I mean, it's just every track's different. Every surface is different, so it's all circumstance, you know. Uh, sometimes it's clear-cut that you obviously want the bottom, and then some nights you don't know. It's 50-50, so... Um, I didn't have to choose any tonight, and, uh, you know, we won the race. Most importantly, and I know this was important, I was hearing this in victory lane, win number 10. How special was that, with, especially with the new team this year, David? Yeah, it's cool. Um, 10 wins is not easy in a season. Uh, it's, it's a tough accomplishment, and not a lot of people have done it. So to do that uh, again for, my, I believe, the third time in my career, it's definitely pretty cool. Look, I know you have a long drive back ahead of you this evening. Again, congratulations on win number 10 and best of luck the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed tonight's program. Wrapping on Racing is available every Monday at 6 p.m. on Apple TV, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and RappinOnRacing.com. We want to thank Jennerstown Speedway, the title sponsor for Wrapping on Racing, and our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Environmental Air Incorporated, plus Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Toma Mean Market, and Zarin Truck and Automotive. Additionally, thanks go to co-hosts Dave Oliveri and our reporters, Howie Bayless, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Tom Lang, and Jim Zufall. Special thanks to our senior engineers and technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Luzik, and Gary Scott along with Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. That's all for this week's Rapid on Racing. I'm Lenny Baticki. We'll see you next time. Stand on it. Come on, man. Stand on it. Stand on it Jennerstown Speedway proudly presented Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners, Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.